1: Tom Bernard show with
2: co-host Catherine Brandt.
1: There we go. Andy <laughs> Brand Bernard.
3: Oh <Good> God. <laughs> Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen.
2: Mike Molina.
1: And our special guest. Oh, Chris Domino. <laughs> we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional body work costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent
4: people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start
1: asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Alex's favorite songs of all time.
3: Sure is. I'm betting he she played that for my grade. birthday. Yep. Yay!
1: Alex's birthday tomorrow. She won't be in tomorrow. She turns 29 tomorrow on Groundhog's Day and the Friday before the Super Bowl. So this year the Super Bowl overshadowing your birthday.
3: It certainly is. And for some people, there's wow. well, there's nowhere I can go for my birthday.
5: The visitors, the tourists have taken up every They've spot possible. Taken
3: huh? over everything. They have you. And rat. I was like <laughs> And I was like, "Let's go to Benny Hana at the Mall of America because that's nowhere near anything." The Mall
0: of America? No. That's going to be the worst place to go.
3: No, every place downtown is completely booked up. And Benny Hana had yeah, but- openings every single half hour. And so I was like, oh, "We'll really? go to Benny Hana." Yeah. I was like, we'll go to Benihana. But now, I don't know if there's stuff happening there.
0: Well, yeah, it's tourism central.
3: Well, but oh,
2: well. You might I don't know. get to enjoy some of the Super Bowl. Go
0: to, like, festivals. Maple Grove. There was going to be no one there. God.
5: hold It's on. true. I, I, I just saw a look on you. I've seen that look from my wife. Um what what's the problem with Maple Grove? I don't know enough of the history of Maple Grove to know oh. for sure, but I've seen that look before.
3: Maple Grove is fine. It's not close. It's far, it's okay. far away and it's nothing yeah. there's nothing interesting. Yeah. It's just like a suburb with, you know Applebees and California pizza no, there isn't a California pizza kitchen anymore, but there's, there's stuff. A, there's oh, a there mall, there's like a Buca de Beppo. Plus, it's like you there's know, nothing. Patrick's I heard, a, I heard
6: a rumor that Cy Amundsen lives there, so
3: he lives in Maple Grove. Yeah, well there is that. Why would you choose to live in Maple Grove?
5: <laughs> oh my gosh, is this carried in
3: Maple no, your Grove? Mother.
5: I just oh,
6: realized That's where
3: Andy I'm...
1: was born.
3: Maple Grove is nice. What's wrong Around with you? Maple
1: Grove. What's wrong uh, with you people? West I popped the
3: Bloomington Scand- snob. I am i I'm a um West Bloomington oh, goodness. mom. God. Just kidding. That's I, what I said. West Bloomington oh, snob. I, I just heard what I just heard Bloomington. I
5: snob. crushed the Scandinavians and she just killed Maple Grove. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, Maple, yeah, Maple Grove is fine, but it's just kind of like a, I don't know. It's like an outer suburb with nothing really special about it. Right. That's I not cho- true at all. I Rush Creek did. is there. I wouldn't choose to go there for my birthday is all. Like, it's nice, but it's not,
1: I don't know. We, li- we lived there when Andy was born. You
3: mm-hmm. You did. But it's a lot yes, different. We did, it's it? a lot different mm-hmm. now than it was. Backpedal, backpedal.
1: Nice try, backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> no, it pedal. was like there exactly. wasn't the
3: there wasn't the mall. There wasn't. It does have a there really good nothing. school district. It does.
0: Indeed, Maple Grove is the kind of place that I think I would want to live in like ten years, just because yeah. I could get a lot of land for cheap. But it's not, not so I far. Yeah, I don't no, think
3: you, you can get what you well, think you can I in mean, Maple Grove anymore.
0: Compared to getting literally no land for two hundred thousand dollars, that's true. Well, yeah. like
3: Bloomington, you can get way more land for not nearly as much. That's not West so
5: Bloomington, though. Not West
0: Bloomington,
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> just Bloomington. I saw that look, yes, too. It's that's kind of true.
1: Here. Totally different. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, eater. They oh. do have. I've never been to the Benihana in Maple Grove. I have. Is it nice?
0: Wait, yes, you have, haven't you?
3: No, not the Maple Didn't Grove one. Didn't we used one. to go there? No, that's, that's the Golden Valley one that we used to go to. The Maple Grove one is oh. new.
5: You know what I'm actually learning oh. as well? Benihana is big in Minnesota. They got that many locations at Benihana?
3: Three of
1: them, yeah. They uh, got three of them, yeah. Benihana
5: true. folks taking over this state.
3: Well, and I am, I'm very much, I like going out to dinner and spending too much money on food and having, like, getting dressed up and making a whole thing of it, but it's just not. You, we can't do it on my birthday this year it's just not happening and so i'm like let's go to benihana they make a big deal about your birthday and it's stupid and whatever
5: they flip that uh, flip a shrimp right into your mouth yeah, yeah. and they put a mm-hmm. giant sparkler <laughs> Happy birthday.
3: Yeah. in your stuff <laughs> and you get free ice cream it's like uh, you know whatever and they have that fly over america one, ride that's like soarin they do yeah oh my gosh it's so
1: fun. they're like soaring yeah that's they? fun the one thing i would say though there is one uh, location um, then I won't say which one it is because it's not necessary, but uh, you got to be careful when you go there because the gangbangers take it over once in a while.
3: That's why we're not going
2: to And that I
1: mean long. very serious gangbangers. I so. think
2: there's lots and lots of security in Minneapolis right now.
1: Well, no, I'm and just saying. And at the Mall of America. Yeah. Benny Hannes in particular, talking. Tom? <laughs> the, well, just one.
5: Okay. One of them. All right. Man, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. The stuff I've learned in less than 24 hours here in Minnesota, It's, it's what an education.
1: Oh, yeah. we. Uh, you don't want to walk around downtown Minneapolis after dark alone. I don't done want to it. do that. Nobody
3: bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just, oh, that's good. Just you're don't so tell tough. my dad about right. it until except after I have done it. Yeah, except just now. Indeed. Andy just put in a new uh, mic cord on his microphone. You can tell it, it's a great improvement because you can yeah, hear the keystrokes. Yeah, really.
0: Key it's stroke. super loud now. <laughs> it really is. I think that. Mic cord was, yeah, on its way out. Yeah, yeah, it was a mic cord that was on it. He changed it out, and all of a sudden, you he can hear every keystroke on your keyboard. <laughs> and the best thing is my mic, the cough, cough button does not work, as You're you can brand hear. New I was going to say, yeah, what is what that?
2: Return it.
1: What the hell?
2: Return it.
1: Mean, way to go, my friend. Everything is horrible. No, nah, everything is wonderful. Chris Domino's in studio. Molina's there. Alex is in town. What could be better?
3: Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Uh, no think of no, no. Apparently, no one can think of anything, anything. better. Well, well, the Vikings well. could
1: be in anything. the Super Bowl. I'm racking my brain. Yeah, Got nothing. The Vikings. I swear to God, I thought after the 13 and 3 season, I thought for sure Atlanta was going to win. And then the Vikings would play Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So either Atlanta or the Vikings would be in the Super Bowl. But it just didn't happen.
5: Yeah, we were 0 for 2. I
1: mean, uh, uh, 50% good, 0 shot. 0
5: rolled snake eyes.
1: Yeah. Out. I know. Out, you're out. Fifty percent shot, just didn't happen. Such is life. So, uh, have you ever been to Minnesota before, Chris?
5: I have. Uh, I came up for the All Star Game uh, when it was in uh, Minnesota. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And I was here sense. one other time in the winter. And as I was just explaining to uh, Alex one of the things that actually has happened. Um, the gentleman who I guess I don't. Do you work for anybody, Tom? I was going to say, do you work for Scott Jameson?
1: You don't really work for Scott Jameson, do you? <clears throat> No, I'm a private contractor. Yeah.
3: Technically, but I'm not even, my even dad an employee
1: Okay. So, yeah, right. I didn't think he worked
5: for <laughs> yeah, Scott right. Jamison. Right. But Scott... Well, I, was, I mean,
1: I technically he do. with him. Yeah. He works with him. Let's go with Scott and I, him. Scott and I yeah, work together yeah. on, a, on a lot of things.
5: Yeah. Here's what he told me, though, when describing Minnesota, when the possibility. said, listen, Minnesota, talk to your wife about it. He says, it's just like Atlanta, only a little bit colder. And I, and I said to him, I said, do you honestly think I missed that day in school where they were actually going over geography and, and where Minnesota is in relation to Atlanta is, just in terms of weather? So that was his pitch. It's, it's just like Atlanta, only a little bit colder.
1: Well, there's a lot of money in Atlanta, right?
5: Yeah, corporate. There's a lot. Look, it's a, yeah. there's corporate money, no doubt about it. It's not Dothan, Alabama. You know, it's not uh, you know some, some city in Iowa, Davenport, Iowa, It's not that. There's definitely corporate money in both of these cities.
1: Yeah, I mean, Minneapolis and Atlanta, um, on that basis, are are a lot alike, Mm because there's a ton of money in both towns. Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, as a matter of fact. Um, Yeah, there are areas like, uh, you know, Buckhead is Mm kind of like, what would that be, kind of like Edina, I suppose? Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, it's very... Very, quite similar. Good public but the schools. Not even close.
5: Good public schools. Uh, yeah. If you're yeah, in the right neighborhood. In general.
1: Yeah.
3: Like Bloomington.
1: Yes.
5: Like exactly. West Bloomington. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, I've heard.
1: Like schools. West Bloomington.
5: So let me ask you this: Can I tell you what a big thing in in Atlanta is? It's paying for private school, but not paying a little bit for private school. Paying a lot for private school. We have that here too. Okay. And there's a reason why they keep charging what they do and then charging more. So I finally, we, my daughter's in a little private, uh, We ju- just a week and a half ago. We just moved her in a week and a half ago. And I realized, here's what happened. It's such a badge of honor to actually say you send your kids to private school that they keep charging more money and people keep paying. There's not an empty seat to be found. Because now that's the the, the next badge of honor, like you become like a, a, another merit badge is your way when you go to a certain school that everybody knows is the most expensive school. It's one of the great rackets of all time.
2: Mm-hmm,
3: yeah. How does with colleges yes.
5: too? Right, that's exactly right. I
3: have
2: have they gotten into the charter school thing where everybody has their own little charter school for their uh, kids? Yeah, and, it's happened a little bit. I, I think
5: the other thing too is the big thing now is oh, did your kid test into? That's the other thing that parents want to flaunt at other parents. You oh. know, you know, yeah. Johnny, Johnny's going actually to the international school. Y- yeah, okay, very good. What's that running? Or you have to test into s- certain schools. And that becomes a really big competition with parents as well. Look, I, Tom, you've heard me say it. There's no academic scholarships in our future. I don't see one. I don't smell one. I don't think it's really ever going to happen.
3: Listen, I care so much more. Listen. My kid's not even two yet, but I care so much more about my children being good human beings. Mm-hmm. Good and for you. nice right. and happy. Stable. Than, yeah. Than I do about you know perfect grades, playing the violin and knowing Mandarin good by for the you. time they're 10
5: right because here's what we say i'd rather you actually be a contributor instead of a taker uh so let's try to figure out how and and tom i don't know we might have talked about this one day the the one thing i've asked my kids since they were really little preschool like were you a good friend today i'll get to the school stuff in a second i've asked my kids probably 90 percent of the days they've gotten home from school or the first time i see them in a day or if i know i'm not going to see them because i'm out i've made a phone call and even to this day were you a good friend today I care more about that than everything else. Yeah, I, I just want some semblance of. We'll get to the grades. And by the way, you, you know, you got to work, and and you're yeah. not you're not going to slide. You're not going to. Please don't be a lazy kid. But were you, were you a good friend today is much more important than any question I'm going to ask them about a quiz they have coming up on Thursday.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good thing too. Did you hear what happened uh, in El Rancho, California, at the uh, at a school out there? Mm-mm. Uh, Apparently one of the, uh, I'm assuming it was a high school, I hope it was a high school, but there was a kid in this guy's class, Quinonez was the guy's name. Quinonez was the teacher's name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there was a kid wearing a United States Marine Corps t-shirt, because apparently he has a brother, or his dad, or somebody's in the Marine Corps, right? This teacher, and it's been recorded, it was recorded by a student, and you can find the audio online, uh, and we'll try to track it down, that'd be wonderful. He goes after the military, Ugh. you know these people that fight overseas or fight over in the middle east they're morons these people are stupid they they they're not intellectuals they're not big thinkers the people that serve in the military they they're stupid it's like your dumb uncle louis goes into the military he went on and on ripping the military to school children oh god you believe that
5: uh what are the repercussions what's uh, going to what's going to he's,
1: happen he's on, he, He's on leave, Leave. a paid leave right now, Uh but he'll probably get fired, I
5: guess. Well, we say it all the time. You can say it, but there's a consequence. No doubt in my mind, he has the right to say whatever it is he said and then some. Wrong place, wrong time, no doubt about it, but there's a consequence. So the consequence is, I guess probably they have to go through a channel. You're on leave first, ready to be fired. Once we're allowed to fire you,
1: yeah, I think once they're allowed to fire him, they will fire him because he went off on the, just just saying these are not intellectuals, they're not big thinkers. These are idiots. They're dumb. Uh, people that serve in the military, they're stupid. It's your dumb Uncle Louie. That's who it is. It's unbelievable. I couldn't believe I heard it. And then Wasn't I understand
0: basically Hillary's campaign was, you know. Everyone but us is a moron, so if you're not us, you're a moron. Well, that's and that's true. the reason you should be with us. It was not a good campaign. <laughs> no, it didn't work, did it?
5: Did this fella actually really throw work. a couple of old ladies down a flight of steps just to you know, end his day? <laughs> Who else do you want to go after at that point?
1: And now I will kick this puppy. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to kick a puppy, throw old ladies down the stairs. Yeah, uh, Melina, if you could possibly find that audio. It's... It's some of the most disgusting... And don't find it from CNN because they edited it. CNN actually edited yes. it before they played it. Edited it. That's how you say it. Edited,
3: edited it. it.
1: Edited. <laughs> edited it. Edited it. Okay? Yep. Okay. Listen, what are you in the military? Can't you? <laughs> no, honestly, God, it's, it's just... That's the thing that if I were, look, our kids are 31 and Alex would be 29 tomorrow. I'm very, very happy that they're not in our school system. They're not in college right now. That's the one thing that would scare me, Chris, to tell you the truth. Yeah. How old are your children?
5: 14 and 12. Two girls.
1: Okay, you're going you're gonna to have to talk to them every night when they come home from high school. And every night, uh, if you have to talk to them on the phone, then talk to them on the phone. Uh, what they learned in school that day, because they are saying some things that are way out of line in our school systems.
5: Yeah, social media is obviously now the whole thing, the bullying thing. And, yep. uh, you know, that's why the whole... It's funny because it was. My wife said, I don't even know why I started that when I was really little, but now more than ever, it's important. Were you a good friend today? You know, I say it all the time as a parent. It is good. 92 on a test, fantastic baby, good for you. Uh, You know, I mean it, good for you. I'd rather get a compliment from a parent about how well behaved or how social my kid was um, than, quite honestly, the 92. I know what matters, and I know both matter. And people get a little freaky when you start to talk about, do you know how competitive it is now in the school? I do know how competitive it is. I said, when I drop my kids off at junior college, um, I'll give them a nice <laughs> hug, and I'll say, oh, by the way, you'll be home at 4 o'clock this afternoon when Western civilization is done. <laughs>
1: American banking company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about My Pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first My Pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My Pillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special
3: This song's for Bella.
1: It's Bella's birthday today? Yep. It's her birthday?
3: It's her birthday yep. today. I have it. She's 13. Joey Bell.
1: Uh, all right, I want to play Victor Quinones. A student says he shot this video of his teacher calling the military the lowest of our low. Well,
2: that's the new trend. I,
1: I hope you can hear it. It's only a minute long. And it is. this is CNN. It's the only place you can find it is on CNN. Uh, I hope you can hear it. And if you can't hear it, let me know, okay? But here it is. Um, it would probably be better to s- just
0: email that to Mike.
1: Press on this. Press on what, this? Yeah, I'm going to email we'll, it to you, yeah, Mike. Yeah, we'll
0: okay. figure it out. Yeah, it's going to sound horrible if you just play it through your speakers.
1: I don't know his email address, and I don't think he wants uh, to give it out. Uh, just know. turn <laughs> off the mics quick. Okay, we're going to turn the mics off, so you guys talk around yourselves. No. <laughs> all
6: right. Well, while they do that, what? I mean, I'm looking for the video as well, and the only one I could find are all edited. From the original content, so yeah. hopefully they found one.
3: Andy can usually find
6: yeah, but things. Anyways, sounds like he, a crazy guy. He, he, he
5: can find things? Yes. All right, I've been sucked into this TV okay, show back. for...
6: Oh. We are back.
1: <laughs> we are back. <laughs> so check the mail. Gonna, wait a minute. How do I send Check How do the podcast I send it? mail. Just oh, my
2: God. S- s- just press,
0: press, press the send button. <laughs>
1: Where is Seth? Oh, oh. oh my God! Oh, what the hell is this? I'm going the screen here. How many oh emails? Oh my God!
2: I'm so old. No. I get no, that I email. Even,
1: I didn't even put the title on it yet. Have uh, you uh, seen him
2: type? Okay, yes, well,
1: I just sent it to you. <laughs> I just sent <laughs> it to the uh, to the podcast uh, <laughs> website. That's not just, okay. web podcast uh, email address.
2: Well, it in was, his defense, he did he, learn how to text sort of in the last couple of months,
1: so. Why don't you guys all shut it? You You know, you you guys are the lowest of the low. I'd like to point that out. Hey,
5: Tom, you know what? I'm going to come to your defense on this one. Now, look, you should know how to text, but whatever. I'm not getting involved in that part of it. Yeah. You've done damn well for yourself not knowing how to text. That's what you tell these people. You've gotten by just fine. You've provided a roof and food and education (laughs) and love. You've done all these things for these people.
1: See? Look at that.
2: For these people. For these <laughs> people.
1: <laughs> All right. So, so Mike, you've just got one minute of it. Is that correct?
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Did you get it yet?
6: Yeah. It's
2: under the podcast Gmail account. Okay. okay,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna read this while you're while you're looking for it and getting ready. I hadn't been living in London long when I attended my first Fourth of July party. The host members of the U.S. Embassy staff, made their guests envious by revealing that they could request any American products they wanted through the embassy. Minds boggle with the possibilities. Dried chilies, aged bourbon, fancy pants cereal. Nope. These were globetrotting sophisticates living in the Tony, May- Mayday, Val, or Vale neighborhood. And topping their wish lists were Bud Light and Cheetos. Mm. To Americans abroad, comfort food so often looks like junk food. My stint in the Peace Corps... Oh, God, this guy is obnoxious as hell. I was over there giving of myself, and then I was in the Peace Corps, and before that I was globetrotting, glo- and then uh, I would dried chilies is what I was looking for. Shut up. Tell a story.
2: Next story.
1: This is a reality <laughs> that London's grocery stores have embraced. Plenty of food shops in the U.K.'s capital of sections catering to American immigrants. They have Aunt Jemima pancake stuff. They have Aunt Jemima syrup. They have Twinkies. They have Hershey's. What is the Hershey's? What is that? Strawberry?
2: Yeah, it's like uh, strawberry quick, only it's, yeah, it's, it's No, the, that's, oh, that's the, the, the stuff
0: that you put on it's like syrup. ice cream, yeah. 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 Oh, that's well, the you, you can put make, on ice
2: cream. Yeah, you can make strawberry I mean, milk, milk out of it, too. You can,
0: but in yeah. my experience, it's not fantastic. <laughs> you can buy Oreos. It's better on
1: ice cream. Okay. You can buy Oreos. You can buy Pop-Tarts. You can buy fluff marshmallows. It's everything a child. I haven't seen that since I was a little kid. Yeah. A, yeah. a child
2: fluff? likes. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, I haven't seen
1: marshmallow fluff in a long time. All right. Well, got, this is in England, though. This is in England, yeah. London, England. Yeah. Uh, Are you ready to go, Melina?
6: Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm still waiting, but I I found it on my own, so hopefully it's not edited. So
1: I wasted all that time, and he ripped (laughs) me about sending an email for no reason whatsoever. So don't worry about my feelings. But it was fun for us. (laughs) I'm deeply hurt, and I'll never recover. Uh, They also have Jolly Time uh, Magic Pop popcorn. Can I ask,
5: so maybe I missed something. What's his point? Like, I don't know are, what we, ruining, are we ruining a London? Is that what he's telling us now? Are we ruining London?
1: No, he, no he's telling us that he's very, very happy to see Because it, it's drink mixes, and then the next aisle over is American. That's what it says. American. So it's all American food. And he was very, well, the host was very, very happy they had all this stuff. Because it reminded him of being at home as a little mm-hmm. boy, I guess.
0: For some reason, the only American things they uh, imported was, like, the most diabetes stuff in the world. <laughs> it's, like, literally all stuff. just, like, syrup and Pop-Tarts and marshmallow fluff. It's all the good stuff. It's, like, how about how about some other American food? Like, uh, how about those Red Baron pizzas? Those are pretty good. <laughs> oh, Red Baron pizzas are
1: pretty good.
2: Jack's pizzas are good. What do you good. think? I like all right,
1: Melina, I'm just going to... You can make the call whenever you're... Uh... Whenever you're good to go, I could do a I could I could do a read into it if you want me to. Yeah, sure, that'll work. I, th- I think that. Oh no, they're not. N- sorry, I can't because they took away the script, so uh, it's all audio. So this is a guy named Victor Cienyones, at El Rancho School in El Rancho, California. There's a kid in class wearing a U.S. United States Marine Corps U.S. Marines T-shirt, and the teacher sees it, and then this is what he said after he saw the T-shirt
4: you join the military, it's because you have no other options. Because you didn't take care of business academically, because your parents didn't love you enough to push you, and then you didn't love yourself enough to push yourself. The data is in. We don't have a good military. Think about the people who you know are over there. Your stupid Uncle Louie or whatever. They're dumb
0: s***. Well. Yeah, that sounds like college, all right. That's and good. that's well, why. Uh, oh, is that everything?
4: Yeah. Uh, for the
3: edited part, yeah. Well, I
5: mean, he got Uncle Louie. Yeah. He pumped yeah. Uncle Louie. Um,
3: <laughs> uh-huh. Poor Uncle Louie.
1: Yeah either he he do because what do you say you were too stupid to do anything else
5: yeah poor education and nobody really cared about poor your education
1: educa- mm. yeah your mother your parents didn't love you enough yeah. to get you right. an education so you had to join the military which were, are the lowest of the low they're the dumbest people in the world He goes on and on about how stupid the people are in our military.
2: That's pretty interesting. My brother is a one of of my brothers is a very progressive liberal, and he's all anti-military, and that we spend you know the majority of the money that we have on the military, and it needs to be dismantled and destroyed and it's the worst thing that ever happened so that's just kind mm. of the that's the progressive
0: yeah yeah point is. of view right now well um apparently the military is better educated than the general public so there you go that's exactly about that. right very good Andrew. C- can i ask
5: though um, so you can make your point here's what i but you're not really don't be anti-military personnel like to me there's a difference if you're telling me that costs and spend and there are things that certainly could be fixed but once you start like attacking military personnel, there's a really big difference in actually going big picture as opposed to the people. Now, look, I don't know what Time Magazine, there was a whole long thing. They were going to give out the person of the century in 1999, and I swear to you, you can look it up, this is a fact. Ric Flair was maybe going to win. And Ric Flair. I'm not kidding. So they had to change the rules with the online voting. This is a God's honest truth. Time magazine's person of the twentieth century, person of the millennium was almost Ric Flair. And they had to say, well, Ric Flair can't count. So so again, if you want to talk about what America sometimes does and how we sometimes think, take take it from that. But the but the enlisted man, there's nothing even close. The enlisted man and woman is the easily should have been on that Time magazine cover. And I understand that there were a lot of people, Einstein and... and, uh, Give me the president that you actually thought, whether it was FDR, whether you thought it was Roosevelt, whoever you might have thought it was, like Teddy. The the enlisted man and woman should have been on the cover of that magazine. There's nothing even close in the history of this this country that that tops the enlisted person. Not the officer. So
1: you don't think... You don't think they're the lowest of the low, like Victor Canones?
5: No, I think they're the—actually, hold on. How can I say this? Oh, I think they're the most blank and important people that this country has ever produced. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what and I actually think. I think they're the most important people that this country has ever produced, the people who volunteer. Now, I'm not telling you people don't volunteer for different reasons. I get it, Victor. Is that his name, Victor? Victor. Victor Canones, Is that his name? Okay. Yep. Whatever the hell his name is. Uh, you're, you're missing the biggest of the big picture on this one. There's never been a more cat- important category of people in this country's history.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty hard to argue. Well, here, I think I <laughs> uh, found argue.
6: this morons uh, in rant in its entirety.
1: Oh, you did! Great in job, raw form. Man. Yeah.
4: In raw form, I like it. <laughs> We got all our freaking night vision goggles, all that kind of stuff. And we can't freaking control these dudes wearing freaking robes and chanclas. <laughs> because we got a bunch of d- there. Think about the people who you know are over there. Your freaking stupid Uncle Louie or whatever. They're dumb. They're not like high level thinkers. They're not academic people. They're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of our low. Not morally. You know, I'm not saying they, they make bad moral decisions. It's just they're not talented people. That's why I can when President office says we have the best military in the world. President Wells said whether it's Obama, whether it's anybody. I was like, no, we don't. The data is in, we don't have a good military. We we haven't been able to beat these guys wearing freaking robes and China for fifteen years. Oh, wow.
1: mm, yeah, he just keeps going on and on and on about how stupid they are. The lowest of the low. They're idiots. They're not intellectuals. Let me ask you a question. It's where where, where was
5: where was he when he said this? He can go fix it. Why doesn't he join? Why doesn't he get a couple of intellectual yeah. friends and a couple of teacher friends of his who might feel yeah. the same way? And why don't you go fight him? Why don't you let's that's just let's just drop him in the middle of where all this fighting that that nobody seems to be good at. Let's 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 hand him a gun and let's drop him where he thinks the biggest problems are. We can't beat these people in robes. You and your buddies go take care of this. I'd like for you to do that for me, please.
1: Yeah, I think it's a wonderful idea. This guy, again, he's on paid leave right now. I assume he'll be fired. I did hear about half the students laughing, though, and some of that was probably nervous laughter because they couldn't believe he was actually saying this. It sounded like a high school class uh, to me. It looked like a high school class. Maybe it was junior high, maybe it was high school. You know, high school students don't have tenure, so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They have to be pretty stupid to say something like that. I just don't understand why this guy. You're your, your freaking stupid Uncle Louie, that's who's in the uh, service. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't guess. Can this you imagine is what's if, going on in well, our school. Think about
5: this. If you're a kid, that one kid we know, his brother was, I guess, in the Marines, because this is what started it all. Right. What are you doing right. sitting there if you've had relatives who are in the military? Like, as is, is this guy's going on his little whatever the hell that was, what are you thinking? Uh, because you got an authority figure telling you something. The guy that's supposed to be teaching you how to almost think, because that's at a junior high and high school level. And you gotta sit there and you gotta look at that guy's Foch every day after he he throws something like that out at you.
1: <laughs> I love it. You went with foch <laughs> I love it. Faccia brutta. It's one of my favorite things in the end. Your face is brutal. <laughs> it's so yeah. cool. That's an Italian thing. One of my favorite Italian things about Faccia Brutta, your face is brutal. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Lays it out there pretty easily and swiftly.
1: <laughs> it really does. You get you get the point really, really quickly when somebody says facia brutta to you. There's no doubt about it. But you're absolutely right. You should join the military, and you should go over there and lead, and you should defeat them because they're doing a horrible job, and all you can do is sit back in your little uh, classroom and complain about how horrible they are while you're doing absolutely nothing about it and people are being killed in attacks constantly Tell everybody and to open up doing Yeah,
5: about. open up Lord of the Flies to uh, to page 58. We're going to go over uh, we're going to go over chapter 3 of Lord of the Flies right now. That's that's yeah. what you're doing. With all due respect to teachers, that guy doesn't need to be in front of a classroom not because of his beliefs. It's because of how he presented them.
1: No, you're absolutely right. You absolutely. Right. There's no reason to tell that to my son, my daughter, my granddaughter, my grandson. There is no reason for you to to have said that. Right. Uh, well, and I think that's just a fact.
0: You'll notice that uh, the population that complains about how everything is bad and the population that's actually like part of the things that they're complaining about are mutually exclusive. So no one's ever like this this situation that I'm in is it needs to be changed, and I'm going to do something to make it yeah. better. It's you have to
1: change. I'm fine. Now, Catherine and, and uh, Alex yes. and, and Andy. Uh, no, you know what, Alex? I think you and Dan were walking, walking fawn at the time. We were sitting at a restaurant a few weeks ago, about a month ago, and there was a guy, looked like he was in his 70s, and he was wearing a Vietnam veteran baseball cap. And I bought he and his wife a round of drinks. Mm-hmm. And they waved, you know, kind of a thank you nod, that kind of deal. And then about 10 minutes later, he got up out of his seat, walked over, and stuck his hand out. And he said, thank you so much for that. Nobody's ever, ever thanked me for my service before. Never. What? Remember that? Yep, I do. It was I horrible. Would. Nobody had ever thanked him. We weren't there. Were you there, Alex?
3: We, no, Andy didn't go out to dinner with us a single time when we were in Florida.
1: Oh, so it was just mom yeah, and I mid? did.
3: No, you didn't. We I went didn't a couple out.
1: times. No, we didn't go
3: out a single time with you. You came over to mom and, and dad's go. and had pizza once.
1: Yeah, what do you think of that, actually? Andy. We'll be right back, wow. ladies and gentlemen, right after to this Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here. Minneapolis is gearing up for the biggest football event of the year. And you've probably heard the myth that you should wait until after the big game to sell your home. What? If you're thinking about selling, now is the time. Why? Because buyers are hungry and most sellers aren't even in the game. But the real key is fielding the right team, and that's my buddy Chris Lindahl's team with REMAX Results. REMAX is America's number one real estate franchise, and the Chris Lindahl team is America's number one REMAX Results team. Why? Because they've got the right game plan and the best players at the skill positions. They know how to market your home, they know how to use social media, and they know how to win. On average, the Chris Lindahl team sells a home every nine hours for over the MLS average. Don't wait until after the big game to get a big win on selling your home. Call the Chris Lindahl team at 763-401-SOLD and the first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value. And it's only going to the first two KQRS callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Get a free staging package and win big on selling your home before the big game. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment.
3: table
1: right now. He's hanging out under the table as we speak.
3: Oh my gosh, I have a funny I have a funny Jude yeah. story. So my parents' dog's name is Jude. My daughter Fawn doesn't call him Jude, she calls him Jude. That's how she says his name. And I take her on Fridays and I'm one of the teachers of something called forest school. It's you go outside middle of the winter and play and read stories and sing songs and blah blah blah. And there was a new person there last week who I was talking to the mom and I was like, Oh, what's your son's name? And she goes, Oh, this is Jude and Vaughn goes, Jude <laughs> <laughs> Jude. <laughs> I was like, that's my girl's dog name, and that's how she says it. So he's probably going to be referred to as Jude.
5: Instant friends. Jude. Yeah. Instant friends. We were.
2: Yeah, we were. We were out to dinner last night, and we brought Jude with us, and we were sitting on the sidewalk, and this, okay. th- there was a group of, the, the guys that are always at the bar, you know those Drunks, guys. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, what's your dog's name? What's your dog's name? I said Jude, and he goes Jude. We are. I'm like, oh my God, have another alcoholic beverage. A lot of people
0: think we're saying Jew for some. Yeah, we we just named our dog Jew because that's what people do.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Catholic. Come here, Catholic. Catholic. Come here, Protestant.
1: Uh, Let me know when Carson's ready to go. Would you please? He is ready to go. He's ready to go. Carson Coral, how are you, Carson? Or he was. I thought he was ready. Yeah. Rot row. Maybe he heard the Jew part and hung up. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Hmm. I no, he'll probably call back. Karsten Coral will be in the United States January 31st and February 1st. He would be a fantastic, important, and timely guest. Here's why he and his company are important. In the late spring, the Supreme Court will decide whether to allow states to legalize and regulate sports betting. What do you think about that, Chris?
5: Oh, I've been pushing for it. I, I'm three mayors in, in my time in Atlanta, and a couple of governors, and every time I keep asking when the casino's coming up and why can't I bet, it's it's. It's no different than going to play the lottery. I, I'm so tired of all the nonsense. I'm from a state in New Jersey where lottery was king really early on and they built the casinos, I think mm-hmm. opened up in nineteen seventy nine. And you can give me this and you can give me that and you can tell me it's just another bad habit that people are gonna get into. I gotta tell you, what I see is tax dollars. What I what yeah, I see is an ability to part. actually fix a few roads. Yeah. Maybe yeah, pay for absolutely. a little education. That might be might they not be are, a bad however, thing.
0: Going to have to, insurance companies are going to have to uh, stop paying for kneecap related injuries as soon as uh, they legalize sports betting. Yeah, well, you got that right. Kneecap, and um, if you have any cement on your feet, they can't pay for that.
5: But can uh, I tell you the difference? So I'm really, now, for two seconds, do you know what the difference is with legalized gambling? You can only bet mm. what you have in hand. The bookie, you don't oh, do I that. Like that. I mean, that's the biggest difference. You know, when you go to a casino, you're not allowed to say, hey, look, I got a bookie. Payday. That's true. Thursday. Well, guess what? You have to have it in your hand to bet it with that type of gambling as opposed to what goes on with street gambling, where you can get yourself in a much bigger hole. Look, I'm not telling you there's not going to be problems with people. Of course there is. It's like any other addiction, it's, or it's like the biggest problem with gamblers is they think they're smarter than they really are, and that's why the hotels yes. in Vegas keep getting bigger and bigger, and they tear one down to make mm-hmm. a bigger one because they rely on the fact that you think you know what the hell you're talking
1: about. You know, Chris and everyone else listening. As a matter of fact, where all of the uh, big casinos in Vegas make all of almost um, like about half the money that they make. 300, no, it's not half, about a third of the money they make, uh, something like that. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know where it comes from? Mm -hmm. Penny slots. Really? Penny slots. They make far more money from penny slots than any other. Wow. uh, Because I guess people are not careful with their penny slot money, so they just keep, you know, Mm because it's "Ah, it's pennies, who cares? They just keep pouring it in and pouring it and pouring it in, and you never win. Well, if you keep pouring it in and you never win, that adds up to hundreds of millions of dollars.
5: So here's how I know that that's true. When the hotels in New Jersey opened up, they used to have these bus rides of, quite honestly, older folk. And what they would do is you pay for your bus ride. They give you like $10 in quarters, which they knew you were going to spend. And then you're going to spend your own quarters. They don't bus people into casinos unless they're about to lose money. And if you bring enough buses in... I, you know, if you're giving me those numbers, I'll tell you here's how I know they're accurate because there's more slot machines than ever before than ever before. Yeah, the slot yep, machines take yep. up more space on the casino floors than everything else.
1: Yeah, they do. Uh, there is no. It amazes me. The slot machines. I've never played. A slot, I've literally never played a slot machine in my life. Not figuratively. Literally. I've, I have no interest in pulling the one arm bandit yeah, and watching the cherries go round and round. I have no interest in that at all. Now, I don't think I have much better chance to win at video poker, but I'll play that because, you know, there's some, there's a you little feel like, bit.
5: Right, you feel like there's a little bit of a control issue and it swings to your favor. Right, Yeah.
1: right, a little bit. You know, at least I know what I'm doing with the, you know, cherries going around in a circle. I have no idea what
5: I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's 100%, no it's 100% luck as opposed to like 90% luck.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we did. We lost Karsten, huh? I guess. Yeah, I don't know you what know, happened. I hope, I hope
6: he was not offended.
1: Offended from, by Jude?
6: I know, I don't know. Like, Although,
1: I will on? tell you this, though. I guess, maybe. If he was offended by Jude, Karsten holds a master's degree in electronic and microprocessor engineering from the University for Applied Sciences in Konstanz, Germany. What? Oh, because he's German. I get it. <laughs> God, I hope that wasn't Did you Nine. just... Oh, dear. Oh, no.
5: Oh, man, the guy didn't even get on the air before he he was insulted.
1: <laughs> I know, he got insulted yeah. before he even got on the air. At least give it oh, a, a shot. Give June, it a try. Didn't... Oh, well, what are you going to do?
0: Well, this is a company's headquarter in Switzerland. See, so there you go. It's, uh, it's like Germany, but different. Yeah, they just didn't get involved.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he didn't want to get involved this hot mess either. I a guess. lot of people
1: didn't want Definitely to get involved. Not. Yeah, I I hope that's not I hope he didn't think that's what we were saying, but mm. I don't know. He disconnected or he got
0: he, Every we've had a couple guests. We we've, we've been doing this for what, five almost years. six years? Almost six Five years. and a half years. Five and a half years. And we've had probably, what, four guests that have taken something just totally the wrong way and refused yes. to be on? Yes. Yeah. Especially Every once in a guy. while it happens.
2: Well, people one. are touchy these days, and they, you know, if they're hawking yeah. a book or some sort of product or something. Well, he's they, just talking about just,
0: sports betting.
2: Uh, you just never and
0: know. And we all know the Jews are great at that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on! He's just kidding around. Settle down, everybody. Listen, Speaking of the whole like bookie thing that you were talking yes, about, sir. so I, I'm sure people who run numbers have you know done the math and everything. But wouldn't you think that accepting money that someone doesn't have would make it less likely for you to get paid?
5: Oh no, 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 no! Look, it's like Vegas. They hope you win the first time you go. Uh, Boogie doesn't mind if you went a little bit early because at the end of the day, unless you're really going to leave town, and I, it's not about broken kneecaps anymore. It's not about that. It's just that there's sort of a gentleman's agreement that gets a little bit pushed beyond a gentleman's agreement if you don't pay. You, it's it's really difficult uh, to not pay. It's really difficult to not pay. It's not because you're well, getting beat up in the They don't, they don't have any the law
0: outlets. on their side, do they?
5: No, but... There is sort of a code in the whole thing. There really is. There's a code. You don't, you know, don't get yourself so upside down. And look, I don't think anybody's really rooting for you to lose so much that all of a sudden your family's in a bad place. But it's a choice. I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it. It's, to me, what's the difference between that and a guy who loses money is 401k by betting on stocks? What's the difference? What's, yeah, what's yeah the difference? don't do
0: that either. It's a bad idea. No,
5: no, no. No doubt about it. But but guys think they're a little bit smarter than the room, and they, and that's uh-huh. that's half the problem. Look, here's why well, people... When they see
0: people like, uh, like Warren Buffett, you know, he made so much money on the stock market, but they don't understand that that wasn't like, you know, he knew the secrets. It was just, you know, statistically, one in every million people is going to make a whole lot of money just because they happen to be in the right place at the right time.
5: Yeah, Warren Buffett actually looked at what... Really he looked at what most people were doing and they kind of did the opposite i mean because things swing
0: yeah that's true things yeah, swing right. yeah yeah i mean i'm sure he he uh, his knowledge definitely had a lot to do with it but there's also a lot of people with exactly as much knowledge as him that lost a lot of money so here's because, why you know,
5: Tom, you know, well, you talked about guests, and, and you ain't been, you haven't been doing radio unless you've been hung up on, uh, and, and I've been hung I don't know how many oh, times yeah. you've been hung oh, up yeah. on, but I've been hung up on. A lot. And Pete Rose did an interview many years ago before he admitted to anything, and, and we had Pete on for about 40 minutes, and I told him, I said, look, here's, here's how I know you bet on baseball. He said, well, this should be good. Tell me how you know I bet on baseball. I said, because betters bet on the thing they think they know the most. Why would you bet on horses, which you know nothing about other than seeing they have four legs and they'll run around that track? Why would you bet on basketball? You're going to bet on baseball because it's the thing you knew better than anything else. Why would you not bet on it? And of course he bet on baseball. And he did say, I'll give him credit, he didn't admit to anything at that point because this is about five years, seven years before he admitted to anything. He said, well, that's the best I've heard anybody offer up to me. But it was just me, the gambler and me knowing. Why would you not bet on baseball if you're Pete Rose? It's what you know better than anything no, else. I
1: agree. Uh, I, I absolutely would agree. You bet on what you know about.
5: Yeah, you're trying to get every advantage you can. The the idea is to win money, not lose money.
1: No, it makes total sense to me. Whatever you know the most about is what you should bet on. Well,
0: yeah, if I were to uh, bet on football, I wouldn't even have any clue what to do. I mean, I'd I'd probably just say, you know, Patriots are probably going to win by, I don't know, four points? There you go. Give me money.
5: Well, Pete Rose was betting on dogs who were chasing around a furry thing called Swifty at a dog track. He knew yep. nothing about that. Why would he not bet on baseball? Of course he bet on baseball. No,
1: You're absolutely right.
5: People love the betting on the dogs, though. I don't know why. Yep. You want a reality show? Go to one of those dog tracks in Florida. You want a reality show? Yeah. Ask people, oh, ask, yeah. Oh, ask people yeah. how and why they're there on a Tuesday afternoon down at one of those dog tracks.
1: And you know who owns the biggest dog track in uh, Palm Beach County, Florida? Mm-mm. No. The Rooney family. Do the they same really? The people who own the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Mickey Rooney? Not as in Mickey Rooney, no. Oh. As an Art Rooney.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, there's, uh, every year there's some stories about the mistreatment of greyhounds in Florida. It's but that sounds bad. Really
5: Palm Beach sounds like it might be a nice dog track. I'm not talking about go to that dog track. Oh, go to, it is. Go to oh, some, oh yeah, yeah, it is. Go to some of the dog tracks I've been to in Florida. Okay. Oh, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I've, been, I've been to places <laughs> where you talk about walking around in downtown Minneapolis, pff, nothing. I'll walk around with all money right, taped wanna... to my forehead compared to some of the stuff I've seen at a dog track.
2: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google skeezy dog tracks, Florida. New Worst dog, dog track.
1: <laughs> and then Chris D'Amino's name will pop up. And ask where and to, to go.
5: The basis the basis <laughs> of the show. One of the guys I work with actually we've talked about this. The basis of the show is ask people how the hell they got there on a Tuesday afternoon. What are you oh. doing here? And how did your life end up this way?
0: That's yeah. the whole show. Does it end with phetamine? <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe
6: I'll never forget maybe The only a, time oh, I've ever been a, to one Was when I was back east And it was at the aqueduct In Ozone Park out in New York the, the horse track Oh yeah yeah, well, yeah that's a horse track Yeah that the, That, that those, was scary enough Yeah that those was, are
5: Those are classy joints Compared <laughs> to dog tracks
6: <laughs> Oh this place was far from classy But yeah I could understand
5: Tom oh. I've been <laughs> at, I've been to some I've been to some places Where you can lay Lay bets down Somebody asked me in Atlanta uh, What could you actually We had a conversation about What you could actually find in Atlanta. I said, I can find... Now, am I... I, I guess this is okay. I can find you a hooker. I can find you Coke. Uh, I can find you a 2 a.m. card game. I can't find heroin, though. Like, it's the one thing that no. I don't know anybody. Like, who's doing all this no. heroin that I keep hearing about people are doing? Who's... Where do you go? To, like, how do you first decide, I got to find some heroin? What do you do at that point? Because I'm telling you, I can find you almost anything. I can find you a hot car. Like, not a good car. Like, a, like a stolen car. <laughs> if you give me a day... I'll find you a stolen car, and I'll find you a 2 a.m. poker game or a craps game. Right. I'm telling you, I can find almost – I don't know anybody, anybody who's in this heroin business that I keep hearing about keeps getting bigger and bigger every week. That's because they want to keep it for themselves. From
0: what I understand (laughs) – my heroin.
1: Don't touch it. From what I understand, and I just saw this uh, article, as a matter of fact – uh, opioids, uh, you know, heroin, things like that. Uh, the Chinese, the yeah. country of China, mm. is using the United States Postal Service to deliver opioids, heroin all across America now.
0: Well, yeah, because the Postal Service, they're not supposed to look in your packages. Right, exactly. And as long as you seal it up tight enough, they'll you be able to detect it. Yeah, can you, can you smell like uh, a dog? Dogs? Yeah, I'm
2: sure a dog can. There yeah. are
0: dogs and there are, um, like, like you know just scanners and that kind of thing but uh if you put it in a ziploc bag and then wrap that up and then you know wrap it up enough nothing's going to be able to detect it because you know how is it going to get put out of the put it in air? some
2: ludifisk. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah you'd never be able to spell <laughs> you, that. know, you know you know what i
5: would say if i was part <laughs> of the you keep it i don't want it i'm not even going to confiscate it you take <laughs> well it. yeah. it's got that ludifisk in it
1: there is that a- <laughs> We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris D'Amino, for the third hour, is going to be fantastic. It's nice having you in all day. I'm learning a bunch of new things about you. We've been working together for quite some time, but not for this length of uh, time. Uh, Brad Blanks will join us either by phone or in person. We don't know which. He
2: might chop her in. You never know.
1: Karsten Coral, I don't think's ever calling back because he thought we were bad-mouthing Jews, apparently. But, but we were not. <laughs> yeah, we I were, don't know what we want, done. It would Don. be Judah. Who our knows? dog's <laughs> name is Judah. Like the song, Hey Judah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom and